So far, we've seen the basics of running an app and storing data. But in any enterprise application, things become more complex quickly. You might need to work with messages that apps send to each other or events of things that happen. You might not be surprised to learn that Azure has many options to work with messages and events. I mean, look at them. Yes, these are a lot, but I promise that they are all for different scenarios, although some overlap. We will focus on Azure Functions, one of the most popular services in Azure and for good reason. We use this to execute a small piece of code. This code can be triggered by something, for instance, by a schedule every day at 10 in the morning. And when something happens, like a webhook is called, or when there's a new message in a queue. Azure Functions are so nice because triggers and also bindings are built in, no code required. So I can create a binding for an Azure storage blob that is just created, and then I can work with that blob in my code. I can also output things through bindings, like a message on a queue, without writing the code to connect to that queue. Azure Functions were originally part of the Azure App Service family, so they still have almost all features of App Service web apps, including deployment slots. Also, Functions can run on consumption mode, which is serverless. This means that you only pay for them when they run, and they scale automatically. So here is how it works. There is a trigger, like a schedule every 15 minutes, that kicks off an instance of the Azure function, which then runs a piece of code that you create. You can also have external triggers, like a new email that comes in. When that happens, a new instance of the function starts and executes. And when another email comes in, another instance starts, and another, and so on. So this scales automatically and these instances will go away when they are done executing. I think that's pretty clever. So let's create one in the Azure portal. It's right here on the start page of create resources. Here we go. I'll start by selecting a resource group to put the function in. Okay. And now I'll give this a name like this. I can choose to just host and execute code or to publish this function in a Docker container so that it can run anywhere. I'll execute some code and it will be .NET code. And it sets the version and region, which look fine. Okay. The operating system is Windows and I want to use consumption mode, which is serverless. I can also run this on an app service plan and pay all month. Cool, let's create it and I'll skip ahead to when it is done. All right, here is the function app. The app itself doesn't do anything. It hosts one or more functions that do something. And we don't have any yet, so let's create one. Okay. You can create functions with anything really, including with an editor in the portal. Functions have triggers, and there are many built-in ones to choose from. I want to use the HTTP trigger. All right, let's create this function. And here we go, this is the function. In here we can see the integration, which are the triggers and bindings and configure them. I like this a lot, because this stuff doesn't need us to create any code, it just works. Now let's look at the code that will be executed. Here is the code editor. In here I can create code, compile it and test it. It's pretty cool, right? 
So what's going on here? This code is triggered by an HTTP request. When that happens, it takes that request and looks at it. It can contain a name parameter and then it will output that to the screen. Simple, right? So let me get the URL to execute this and try it out. Okay, that seems to work. By calling the URL, I trigger the function with an HTTP request and it returns this text. I can now also add a name parameter to the request like this. Let's see. And it extracts my name and shows it to me on the screen. All right. So if you want, you can use this as an API like we are doing right now. And each API call will then spin up a function instance and you then only pay for the API calls. Cool, right?